0: Listen, another big interview on the KFM Top 40
1: yeah. with Carl Wasty. Huge, massive, a gigantic music mogul. Kosher, my brother. It has been too long, way too long. I just, I just hope that you're good. Are you in your jacuzzi right now, asking for a friend? <laughs> uh, maybe,
0: yeah. But It's a bit hot, it's warm, so we just. Uh got to regulate the body temperature
1: and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it man yeah I've just been seeing you on your timeline on the golf course uh, and then obviously playing at the the various gigs that you're a part of as well uh how's the handicap going
0: yeah I mean I had an actual um yeah um the handicap's been good I, I had an actual injury about like two or three months ago so I oh. uh, took a bit of a speed bump and now um yeah getting back uh, down to single digits which is was my dream so Just trying to ride the Single
1: digits You see, I've been wanting to get into golf for such a long time It's just that I would go to the driving range And the person who said to me, you should get into golf Said, okay, all you need to do is just master your pitching wedge And your putter and your seven And you'll be all right to start off with Uh, And then I'm done with that now Well, let's go let me know. I'll, little, book it, I'll book a stop anytime you want. A little mashy, you know, just a little, little something like that. Even though I believe mashies are not about the golf, it's just more about what's in the cooler box. But we won't go there now. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're excited about, about this year. Now, before we get onto the new track, which I, I love because it features two of my homeboys, but I just want to make sure that we start the year good. So 2022 for you, what, what is it looking like? Uh, You know, are you going to be tucking into some new music? Are you hunting for new collaborations? I know your studios are doing phenomenally well. So I'm Hmm. sure you've got a whole list of things that are scoops for this year. Yeah, I'm very
0: excited about the year. I think I've I've had a big focus um, for the last couple of years of, of just, putting everything in place and planning accordingly so that when things do slowly start to open up that, you know, we can all capitalise and get all the artists at the moment that have like struggled and been through everything we've been through, yeah. really to put their head down and graft and, and, and really work hard and, and make the most of, you know, these opportunities that we all have at our fingertips. So, yeah, 2022 is looking exciting for me. I've got a, a few co- collabs. I've also got a few songs that I have already finished through, throughout the last year that I just haven't really done anything with. So, you know, maybe, maybe a, a little album or EP might come out or um, something along those lines, but I've been very excited um, putting a lot of effort into my releases, um, uh, you know, been putting music videos together and, and uh, just taking it a little bit more seriously, but it's been great. Um, other than that, I've got some exciting collaborations on the way, uh, great artists that I've looked up to and are now working with, and um, other than that, I've also just tried to put a, a bigger focus on like my own personal balance and lifestyle and trying to um, I don't know, <laughs> enjoy enjoyed
1: while I'm young. That's very true. And I'm so glad you said that because I know that somebody who works as hard as you do when it comes to creating music, running the studio, uh, also just attending to the other admin stuff around, it's so good to see you on a golf course and to see you in a jacuzzi. Like that stuff is the balance for me. And I, and it's important. It's something that I, I don't feel like I've I've really got right. And I, I look at you and I'm thinking inspiration right there, leadership. I should say, kosher is the fact that you you give me those good tips to say, you know, Carl, it's okay to just stop working for a second and go splash in kosher's jacuzzi. So that's great. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in all seriousness, the
0: the, the many negatives that the, you know, lockdown and and COVID has shown us, there's also been a lot of positive take on it. And I think um, for me, I was very, you know, pre COVID, I was very maybe overly driven and overly, like almost addicted to working. Uh, it's, as a freelancer, it's difficult to say no to any opportunity. You want to say yes to everything. You'll, you'll, you'll miss friends' weddings and friends' birthdays and yes. anniversaries and this and that. Just, just to play for one hour or two hours because you never know what that opportunity might bring. And, and there's a certain anxiety that kind of is attached to that. So during, during COVID and, and lockdown, to actually feel that, I, oh, hang on, I actually can survive without DJing seven nights a week. And I actually can Survive and still see my friends and still see my family, and you know, things like that. So, it's been obviously that was the reverse side of the coin, the opposite. Um, but but now the things are opening up again, it's I've just I've just found it a little bit more, slightly more important just to try and focus on a balanced life and, and just enjoying it instead of going sure. absolutely crazy working. Yeah, you know.
1: I feel like you're talking to me like directly, kosher. I, <laughs> I hear you if you are doing this in some strange subliminal way. I get you, I feel it. I'm sorry that we haven't hung out. I got you. I know what yeah, you're trying man. to say. I know, I know. And you know, you are spot on with that anxiety. That's true. Because you don't want to say no to a gig because you're thinking, what if another one doesn't come? That's that's what's been happening to us. That's the yeah. the thing that's that's been put into our head with regard to COVID. Is that you don't you don't you don't want to say no to anything in the ca- in case. We have another lockdown or something exactly. so you just want to like stockpile exactly. and hope that you know that the yeah. rainy day doesn't come but you can't live with the anticipation of a rainy day there are days mm. we have to enjoy the sun and i, yeah, I completely agree do. with that so well, wow
0: so the dj industry or the music industry is very temporary well maybe not performance industry like the guys that are performing at big gigs and stuff you know they're getting booked months in advance and so they yeah. can plan their calendars but as far as djs go especially the kind of djing that i do which is not big events i do more regular clubs and and nightclubs, uh, restaurants, you know those sort of things. Um, th- th- those gigs all booked in the week before. I'm like, hey, hey, what's up? Are you available on Saturday? Not like, hi, would you like to DJ every Saturday for the next six months?
1: Hey, yeah. That sort
0: of that sort of like irregularity is what can sometimes give you that anxiety. But you know, I've been very lucky for the last year or so. Started working uh, on building the relationships with these with these venues, and we have secured more like long term long term deals where you can actually sit back and say, hang on, okay, cool. I can take a weekend off because I know that I'm, I've got this gig secured for the next six months or, or whatever the case may be. So it's been, it's been slightly, yeah, it's just been a nice um, eye opener the last few months and, and actually the last year or two.
1: I'm glad we could start the conversation with that type of narrative because it's so important for us to just take stock and realize that uh, the people who are creating the music that we love, we you know—you you are also human and and everybody yeah. is human in the entertainment industry. We're all in the same boat here and we're trying to help each other. And I think that what COVID has done for you, Kosha, is that you've just been listening to the sound of, of silence in the absence <laughs> of so many gigs. And was that perhaps the inspiration because I think let me start I mean, off with how did you I get, wish it was how did you get the <laughs> rights to take on sound of silence that the, oh, let's start there how did you wangle that one brother Wowza.
0: yeah I know I've got a, I've got a great team guys uh, you know I don't know um, to to make sure that the legality is in place and very grateful that um, obviously this is not my first uh, cover I've been doing a few covers in the last couple of years and the process has gotten a little bit uh, easier and, and to to know what you know, logistically and administratively, what we need to do to to make sure we're doing things correctly. Um, um, but yeah, I must say um, it wasn't my idea. I never had this idea. It was actually um, the featured artist. Uh, I gave him an option and said, um, "Oh, you know, actually, I must say." Well, so you were talking to Liam Berger on an interview. It Must have been it must have been about three or four months ago yes. when he released his single, and it was mentioned rightly that like, you know, cause he records it at the studio and it was, it was, it was, I think you guys touched on it like more of a joke, but he said, you know, it'd be great if, if him and I did a collab. And I um, actually messaged him later that day and I said, great interview, love the track, let's do a song together. So I, um, he was keen and I basically just said to him, right, what, um, what song would you like to do? And he's he obviously had heard um, at the time he had heard uh, zombie and he heard, heard dancing in the moonlight and you know that kind of style and, and choice of song that I like to to remix, um, and he he put forward the, the idea of sound of silence, and I, I loved it, and um, yeah, we cracked on straight away.
1: So, are you saying that I was pretty much the catalyst for this creation, <laughs> the song? I creation? think
0: a hundred percent, because I've known Liam for about four years, and we've never done it. We haven't worked together and, like in this way once and, <laughs> since you said it. So, yeah, for sure. And if you, if you look very closely in the small items, you might, may or may not be credited there in the, um, you know, in the track.
1: <laughs> I just want to say this is my first song of the year, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, Kosha's interviewing me. <laughs> yes! No, no, this is this is great. Okay, but, okay, quick one. I'm not sure if you're allowed to divulge, but who do you go to to get the, the rights to take on a song like Sound of Silence? Uh, do, you, um, do you go to a label? So
0: people, yeah. I think, so specifically for, for, for the song, maybe a bit different, but in general, the the people need to understand that covers are welcome. Like um, original artists and original publishers are not against covers. Nice. What they are against are people using their existing recordings, which is slightly different. So using, taking the exact audio that was recorded by an artist in their studio and taking up that song and us re- making like a remix or a bootleg out of it is is frowned upon. That's using someone else's physical creation and, and um, that's not allowed. And yeah. to get the rights to something like that is lawyers and you know that's big problems but to to cover a song and to do it uh legitimately is actually quite easy these artists are or especially the songwriters and publishers uh, why not have some great versions of it like cover versions other ways uh, you know um other other like imaginations of how the song can be um so there are tools um you know it, it, it depends what aggregators um or uh, distribution companies, people use. Um, uh, local artists in South Africa maybe use TuneCore or CD Baby or um, DistroKid. Some of them come with uh, an additional payment that you can pay uh, for a cover song. And then what happens is they then go and do the background work. and They make sure that the publishers are are getting the um, the correct royalties and the songwriters getting the royalties. What people don't understand yeah. is that there's a, there's a negative connotation around doing covers, different things you need, all the submissions, that you don't. There's nothing wrong with doing covers. What's wrong is when people do covers and don't and, and try and make the money back themselves. If that makes sense. Like I'm not, I don't claim any copyright from the song. I'm not claiming to have written the lyrics or come up with the melodies because I didn't. And I'm I'm still crediting and paying the correct people that did. However, I am claiming to. Um, a certain other things, like I, for example, registered the song in my name as Sampra. Yes, people need to know that, like Sam Bro, except for performances. I was a producer on the track. I performed production on the track. Liam is a performer on this version. So there are there's a few incorrect negative connotations about covers and remixes, and a lot of people think the only the only way to remix a good song is to just do it as a bootleg and make no money with it. But that's actually not the case. There are ways, and not. people are more than welcome to. Message me on Instagram or, or contact me somehow and we can um, I can explain in further detail if, if someone has something they're struggling with on this regard.
1: Oh you know, I feel like we should actually do a show or a podcast just to make sure that we get the right information out there. Uh, also chatting to Dave from the Kiffness as well, the guy who became a new dad. Uh, and and I to, and I think that we should definitely do make this information available because there are too many artists in their rooms right now thinking, where do I go from here? Do I contact Carl directly and give him my recording of the song that I made on my cell phone? But I don't want those people to be lost in becoming jaded because the recording quality wasn't good and they didn't know exactly sure. what steps to follow. So watch this space... Masterclass coming you your come. way <laughs> to get into the industry and also the right studio to go record at, which is kosher Studios. Simple. Now, kosher Liam Burger, another person who I love is Liam, and you know what? he he was part of a competition. He opened a K Day. That's how amazing that guy is. And to listen to him grow and grow, it's just, it's you know people like you who have literally taken him under the wing. Given the pointers and have said, just be yourself and go out there. So I just want to say thank you for enriching the South African music industry the way you've done <laughs> so, and and the contributions you've made. I'm just so happy that my first muse, music piece, my first project, is out in 2022. Sound <laughs> of Silence. I'm very very happy to be a collab yeah, on this. Yeah,
0: yeah. I must say, Liam, like I don't feel like I did him any favors, like with this. He he absolutely killed it, and he's so great to work with. So confident, and he's so like actually super talented and, and his, his performance in the studio and, and, and even afterwards, like how professional he is. I, as I said, like, yes, when we first met, there was some sort of like, you know, we gave him an opportunity. He, he won that talent show and, and opened with K-Day and he came and, and did some stuff to the studio and it was great. But he's going to his own artist, and he's I'm really proud of where, where he's gone and where he's going. Um, and working with him was not like me doing him anything. Like, he did me a favor. He was brilliant.
1: Yeah and you know what you both are brilliant kosher thanks for your time today i know the jacuzzi is at temperature so please jump in uh, to liam burger as well i know he's listening to dude thank you so much for for the contribution here and also i'm so proud of you liam i'm super proud